Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, y'all. It's the Basketball by Association. Arky here. Joel there for your BBA by your midweek chomp chomp uh, on the association. Joel, it's our last BBA bite of the regular season. Are you ready? I am. Nom nom. Let's go. And uh, I'm ready for the playoffs. I'm not going to lie. This has been a weird and wacky season. I've enjoyed a lot of it, but it has never felt like it's been in much of a groove just with so many players, especially big name players being out here or there, back, forth, a lot of changes. Normally those changes seem fine, but even in a truncated season, 72 games has felt kind of long this time. And not again, not that I haven't enjoyed watching them. It's just there hasn't been really a rhythm or a narrative to this season. And I'm excited to go forward into the playoffs where you get to kind of zoom in now on series. And I am looking forward to the play in tournament. Um, It just it feels like it's time. Yeah, like I think the big reason why it feels like it's so long is because it feels like it's right connected to last season. For sure, right? like absolutely, last season because of COVID was connected to late summer, really, especially for the for the NBA. Then they had like thirty five minutes for a lunch to start the next to start the next <laughs> yeah, season. If you were the Lakers or the Heat, especially, <laughs> right? And we're supposed to be in the like in the playoffs now and we're still just wrapping up the regular season uh, if it was a normal one so yeah it does feel like a weird wacky season it feels like there's no rhythm because it feels like we jammed you know 175 games into like one season it just feels like a lot you know and 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 this is coming from an nba junkie like literally an nba junkie who i i don't get sick of watching basketball ever but at the same time, I can't think of another season. I am usually am excited for the playoffs, but I can't think of another season in recent memory where I've kind of been like looking at the watch going, all right, is it playoff time yet? Can we get to this? Let's let's go. 
Yeah, well, let's start with the guy who's coming back for the playoffs and just in time. James Harden is uh, scheduled to come back tonight if you're listening to this on a Wednesday. Uh, especially uh, exciting because uh, there's only three games left in the regular season uh, for Brooklyn. Uh, just in time to team up with uh, Kyrie and Kevin Durant, except Kyrie is questionable tonight because of uh, possible concussion. Although it's said it's not a concussion, regardless uh, – We've talked about James Harden coming back. He's been out for Mm -hmm. five weeks, Mm -hmm. and he's coming back for the last couple of games. And still, with a couple of games left, it looks like Kyrie won't play tonight. They still would have only played seven games together this entire season. Yeah, Um, and uh, Joey Jam Harris ain't playing tonight either with the hip soreness. So now you've got that. You know, that's an integral part of that Nets team, too, that hopefully it's just soreness and not something nagging. But, you know, that's their resident sniper. Yeah, we won't speak again until the playoffs and would have been seeded by by Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon when we get to uh, talk to you guys next. So what are you expecting for Brooklyn as they wrap up the regular season, trying to see if maybe they play one more game together, maybe their big three? Yeah, you would think they would try to get one game in with all of them there and whether it's a con- you know if it's a concussion then it's kind of out of your hands we know it's at least a facial contusion a cut for Kyrie Irving he did take a pretty good shot to the face I- i'm sure Arky you were living vicariously through that since you're not the biggest Kyrie Irving fan um hey listen but- sometimes life just happens <laughs> the way it should happen <laughs> uh but yeah if if you're Brooklyn you you'd have to think you need one game under the belt the good news in some ways is you know sitting there in the the second seat in the east you can call it a warm-up series against whoever they wind up facing and there's not a lot of like scariness coming out of the play-in group in the east unless it's washington yep you know if brooklyn's got to face the wizards in the first round and brooklyn's not right and you still got westbrook doing superhuman things there's still as i guess my feeling is over a series no matter how superhuman Westbrook is, and even if Beal is back, that's still probably not enough to beat the Nets unless two out of three of those big stars are missing. And Boston is cooked. I mean, without Jalen Brown, we've seen what they are the last couple games against the Miami Heat, and that is not a good enough team. They're cooked. Indiana is not great. Charlotte could give some problems, but Charlotte's like that plucky upstart team that gets you for two games and makes you sweat a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But you probably beat in six. So I'm I'm okay with Brooklyn if all three are back in time for the playoffs, but you really can't have a rough series early. You know, you think of like Milwaukee had kind of a rough go of it last year in the first round against Orlando, I think it was. And then it took them a while in that second round or the Clippers had a really rough first round series against Dallas and got bounced by Denver. So you're going to have to work back very fast against some decent competition. I don't think you're a threat. You know, you're, I don't think you're threatened in the first round though. Yeah. And Philly still got a shot to lose the number one seat. They're only two games up and they've got uh, Miami, I think next, but I think they wrap up with like back to backs with uh, Orlando. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's a pretty good chance Philadelphia's going to be the number one seat. But again, more importantly, to your point about, you know, running into a team that may be white hot like a Washington specifically, because uh, that as far as the play in teams is the hottest team that is playing the best ball, except 
they're coming back from Bradley Beal uh, and his injury and whether or not they'll be quite the same the last couple of games. We're not sure, but I feel like that is the most dangerous of those uh, playing games that if you don't have all three guys or maybe even two of them, and who knows if either of these, any of the combination of these three guys can stay healthy. That's the point mm-hmm. we brought up. You brought it up over it's and never, over. Yeah, it's never happened. We have not gotten all three. You, you brought it up over and over this season. It's not just getting healthy. It's staying healthy. And you can get James Harden back, but he could tweak something. It's happened. Kyrie has been sort of the healthiest of them, but he has had his time away from the team, yeah. including now an injury at the, at the, at the end yeah. of the season. And Kevin Durant still sort of working his way back into more and more and more minutes uh, as yeah. we get into the playoffs. He, he comes back for like five, six games, then misses two or three. And that's yeah. been the pattern, like – for a while now yeah so it's very much up in the air i think specifically you're right if you get washington and when bradley beal and russell westbrook could they could go for 80 on you like mm-hmm. like they could combine for 80 on you a couple different times and if you're not ready for that it could be sort of a scary i assume this whole season that they'll be okay through round one but I truly don't know. And that's the thing that I think that we'll go into this playoff sort of thinking about this team and about a lot of teams in the playoffs, which is I don't think there are a lot of people comfortable with a lot of teams that are going to make it into the postseason. And here's the hard part for Brooklyn. If you have a rough first-round series, that takes a lot more effort and hurts your confidence a little bit, and especially if you're not healthy coming out of that, who are you going to see in the second round? You're seeing Milwaukee, Hmm. right? So it, it's over at that point if you're not ready to fire on all cylinders again, unless Milwaukee's got some bad things happening. But you talk about the Wizards; they're not white hot. They're six and four in their last ten, right? Well, I they, mean, they've they've cooled down. They've yeah. cooled down now since that run. Indy's five and five. Charlotte's four and six. Boston's three and seven. So there's nobody coming out of that group who's like in a playoff ready rhythm. We're like, ooh, they could be scary. It's more like, ah, eh, they could probably get a game or two. Yeah, just, and I, but Brooklyn's got to look better. That's true, and and I think sort of more meaning white hot when I was referring to Washington was, uh, and by the way, one of those was a, like a what one point loss to who's it. Um, was it Miami? Not Miami the other night. Who was it they just lost by a point to without Bradley Bill? Regardless, it doesn't matter too much. Is that they have basically been playing playoff basketball for yes. two months? Yeah, like that's so, true. like they're they're a different type of level of play right now uh than sort of everyone else um i want to move on to another team that we've talked about before um with their issues um but first how about them boston celtics huh how about them boston celtics back to back losses to uh the miami heat and uh by the way not particularly looking good in either one of them um now that they are going to be Without they have the Cavaliers tonight, which is sort of something we can discuss. Uh, but now they're going to be missing Jalen Brown because of a serious wrist injury that he played three games with. Mm-hmm. Some speculate because uh, he was trying to get to a bonus in his contract. Whatever the case is, uh, Jalen Brown is gone for this team. Uh, they'll play tonight without Marcus Smart and without Kimba Walker against the Cavaliers team that's not very good. But Boston does not seem to be a very good team either most of the season. Um, Boston is very, very much, not just flirting, maybe about to get to third base with the play-in tournament. Um, what are your thoughts on the Celtics' 
the way this season has completely sort of been turned on its ear throughout this, whether it be play, whether it be on the court or, or inside the uh, locker room issues, possibly, uh, or whether, I don't know, one thing or the other, the Celtics just haven't been right this whole season. Yeah, and by the way, it was the Hawks. I just looked it up. It was the Hawks that the Wizards yes. lost to at one point the other night. Um, pre-trade deadline, we said that Boston was missing some pieces. The roster was imbalanced. The bench was not good enough. They needed a shot in the arm. They get Evan Fournier. He is up and down. He's in and out of the lineup. They look well, really good when they're well, all there. Evan Fournier was great because he comes in immediately, misses every shot he takes in his first game. In his first game. But he did have some nice games for them subsequently well, later on. But well, Then he goes into COVID protocol. Right. <laughs> so it's like, how much have you had of this guy? You're right. But go ahead. Sorry. Um, but the, the roster, when everybody was together and healthy, very briefly here down the stretch. Remember, they just made a nice run like two and a half weeks ago. And we're like, oh, all right, here they come. They're putting it together finally. And really that coincided with, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both being healthy, along with Kemba Walker being healthy, Marcus Smart being back after a long, extended absence, Fournier settling into the six-man role, which meant that the other guys on the bench were not being asked to score so much, and Robert Williams III was back after some in-and-out time as well, where he's had nagging injuries, and he's got turf toe right now as we speak and may not be in the lineup tonight against Cleveland. So what this has been is just a striking example of a team that when it is a piece short, it's a domino effect that the rest of the roster simply cannot cope with that. Whether it's been Walker or smart or now Jalen Brown out, they cannot cope. Other guys have not been able to step up into the starting lineup. And most importantly, it has left a gap on the bench and the bench goes back to being bad. And that's what we've seen in these Miami games. Like, And this is why I think the Celtics are cooked, because Jalen Brown is such a big part of everything they do. And yeah, you might be able to replace some of that, but you can't replace the replacer. And that's been proven all year with Boston, plus the fact that they have this ongoing weird subtext like you mentioned in the locker room about guys continuously saying i don't think we're playing as hard as we could i think we got to look ourselves in the mirror and for a team to do that every once in a while is a nice cliche that teams do to self-motivate and that's fine it happens it's a long season but when it keeps coming up like all year that's where you go, something's going on here. And this is where it comes back to they don't look motivated. They don't look as cohesive as they have. Somebody's head is going to roll after this season with what's happened. It could be Brad Stevens. It very well might be. We could also see a trade. I don't think Jason Tatum gets traded anytime soon, but we could see a Marcus Smart or a Jalen Brown suddenly flipped and this team trying to just change the 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 mojo a little bit because something is off. They are cooked. I think there's a good chance Marcus Smart's not on this team next year. Uh, I think uh, at the very very least. Um, I, I am interested in sort of uh, – so if the Heat, the Hawks, and the Knicks all win one more game this week, the Celtics are guaranteed the play-in tournament. That, that's, that's just they, – they're not going to be able to save themselves. So if all of those happen, the Celtics are battling for a spot between, and again, only two games up on the Hornets and Pacers and mm-hmm. three up on the Wizards. There is a theoretical chance for Boston, who um, has Cleveland, Minnesota, and New York the rest of the season. There's an outside chance being shorthanded that that team 
does end up the 10 seed playing uh, the Pacers or even the nine seed for that matter uh, with, with the, with the, um, uh, with the tiebreakers uh, that Boston, I think has clearly been, I don't think there's even a debate the most disappointing team in at least the Eastern conference, because this team has basically been going to Eastern conference finals over and over and over again. It sort of felt like, their birthright the last few years to sort of be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, or and, at least to be in the top three, four teams, right? There was that kind of upper crust well, yeah. in the East, and Boston has been there. Even in the times they haven't gotten to the Eastern Conference, it was a disappointment when they didn't, right? Because that's yeah. been the expectation and the regular season production. Yeah, and you thought that adding more scoring with Evan Fournier would be a piece that might be able to put them over the top, but this team was sort of clumsily sort of constructed to sort of start the season. They were playing too many big guys early on. Like we've talked about again on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've we've lived what we've seen bear out in life what we've preached on this podcast, which is you can't let these games get away from you early in the season. And they just sort of allowed their lineup to be mostly bigs for way too long early in the season. It was all centers and all point guards, you know, and yeah. and their wings having to do too much of the heavy lifting. Yeah, so it was a a clumsily put together lineup for, and that's on Brad Stevens early on in the season. Before well, Danny got, Ainge too, you know, well, Danny Ainge to have the team constructed, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, Brad Stevens to actually play the lineup. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you before I get to the last team we're going to talk about, and you could probably guess who, the Heat, the Hawks, and the Knicks, because uh, somehow my Knicks were uh, robbed of a game against the Lakers uh, last night. Um, I'll cry later. Um. They're now tied with the Heat and the Hawks for the fourth and final uh, home spot uh, in the uh, in, in the uh, East. If you're betting money, who are you giving that final home spot to? Without looking at the uh, schedule, because that plays a huge part down the line well, here. Well, I, could, I could tell you. Okay, the no, Heat. We, I, it, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. Um, I, I'm just. I'm going to go with Miami because they're the hottest. New York's got a puncher's chance here. Atlanta's been better than advertised, and I give them all the credit in the world. But Atlanta is not the same caliber as Miami and New York at this point. New York gets a little bit of doubt because we haven't seen this lineup in a playoff type atmosphere. We've seen them be very competitive and playoff like during the regular season. Miami, we've seen what this group overall can do, and they've got some reinforcements. This was an NBA Finals team that is once again peaking at exactly the right time of the year. So I'm going to ride with the Miami Heat here down the stretch to get that fourth seed and then to be like, you know, one of those teams that nobody really wants to play here. Okay, okay. Yes or no, does this change your mind? The Knicks end with the Spurs, the Hornets, and the Celtics all at home. Okay. The Hawks end with Washington at home, the Magic at home, and Houston at home. Mm, Okay. And the Heat end with um, the 76ers at home, at Milwaukee, and then at Detroit. I mean, the schedule gods that are, like, handing Atlanta – (laughs) <laughs> the easiest route there uh, it, they, they just are um but yeah I'll, I'll take miami but not as confidently as before okay uh the lakers uh did as i mentioned beat my my knicks barely, Horton barely. Tucker. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about it THT. Uh, stop that um <laughs> uh anthony davis is uh quote hurting right now he is iffy to play 
against Houston on Wednesday, which is now when LeBron is targeting to come back, which was or today tonight, I guess. Uh he was uh scheduled or thinking about coming back against the Knicks. Now he's gonna wait against uh the Rockets. Um We've been talking about this team a lot, and it's health, too. It's surprising how often health has sort of been a big issue with this season, but we just talked about how everything's been truncated. What do you expect of the Lakers going forward here and into the playoffs? Is this a team that can even get it to the Western semis? Um, so that's past round one. Yeah, I mean, past the, the play in and then playing into round one. It certainly is possible. Matchup is going to dictate a lot of that. Um, yeah, I mean, it depends on the energy of the other team they're playing. If it is a team that is highly disruptive, like a Memphis who just doesn't allow you to get into a groove, or a team that's really going to push the pace, um, I think. You know, or even somebody like Portland, where you just you have a Dame Lillard type game and they go off. That's trouble. Golden State could be trouble. Um, if it's more of a conventional type team who plays at a middling pace. So I'm looking at Denver. I'm looking at okay. Dallas, San Antonio. Um, there's not anything really defining about those teams, except they're good and they're talented. But there's not really like a style of play where they they kind of dictate something to you. Um, I think LA stands a better chance against those teams, but a golden state or a Portland where you've got Dame or stuff going off or Memphis being Memphis, um, that that's a little more of a, a challenge for this team. And again, are we ever going to see LeBron, Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond together on the floor at one time this season? I think it's more likely that we do than we actually see the Nets three stars on the floor all together. But both are looking like long shots the way this has played out. Yeah. Um, they look fairly comfortable to be at the seventh spot, but they still are only a game back of maybe even being the five seed still. I mean, Portland and Dallas are up there five, six, and they're still only a game back of that. So there's still a lot that can be accomplished, with especially uh, Houston's on the schedule. Uh, the Pelicans are on the schedule. And who else was on the, uh, the schedule? If I'm the Lakers, I don't want the five or six seeds because then I got to play the Clippers or the mm-hmm. Nuggets in the first round. I don't want that. I actually want to you stay want the down play-in? in the I want the play-in tournament at this point because I want a shot at the Jazz or the Suns. Okay, but instead. if you but but if you do that, the chances are you're playing Golden State. The good right. chances are right. You're playing Golden State. It's, it's a bugaboo. Yep. Yeah, because um, even though Memphis has been playing well as the last handful of games, they're only a half game back of Golden State for mm-hmm. that eight spot. Because remember, it's seven versus eight, and right. then that uh, winner will play uh, – that loser will play the winner of nine versus ten for the eight spot. So, um, yeah, like I guess you kind of really would probably prefer Memphis to uh, get really hot and Golden State to drop a couple, and then you can sort of rest and then maybe – feel more comfortable playing Memphis and then going in, in that playing game. But uh, I don't know, man, their schedule's pretty, I just uh, looked it back up the Lakers uh, again. It, Indiana was the other team I was missing. So a lot of teams that don't play a lot of defense right now. And uh, also that are very uh, injured too. So, right. Well, well, uh, I mean, we'll get a chance to break down the whole schedule and we'll know a lot more when we, we come back on Sunday because we'll be pre playoffs at that point and and i mean 
well, I guess we'll get to break down each of these matchups. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. I don't know if LeBron is, uh, to be honest with you, because <laughs> LeBron doesn't want this stupid play in tournament. I get it. Um, all right, Mr. Joel Cortez, that's going to do it for us for your BBA bite. We can be found on the old YouTube. Uh, Joel, want to give a quick shout out to that? Yep. And uh, search us BBA or Basketball by Association. If you want the video version, please like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And if you're watching us on YouTube and you want the audio only version, you can find us on Spreaker and mm. Spotify and iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, uh, where do you guys get your podcasts? It doesn't matter. Just go find us. Uh, Joel, uh, say goodbye to the good people. Goodbye, good people. We'll see you Sunday. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.